Good word tonight is people. P-E-O-P-L-E. Oh, he spells good, huh? You bet your life. Really? It's Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The dealers who bring you America's most talked about new car. The distinguished 1953 DeSoto and the exciting new Plymouth. See them both at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And now, here he is, the one, the only... Well, drag him out here. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again, starting the seventh year of You Bet Your Life. I enjoyed those summer shows again, and I hope you did, too. So tonight we're starting the fall season off with $1,000 for one of our couples. Well, Groucho, we uh, have a housewife and a police officer for you now. Mrs. Marion Shaw and Officer Fred Smith, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Unless you're looking at it. Uh, now, let's see. Uh, Mary Ann Shore and uh, Officer Fred Smith. Uh, where are you from, Mary Ann? I'm from Texas, Groucho. I was born... From Texas, Groucho. Is that near here? <laughs> <laughs> no, Rockport. Oh, Rockport. Where is that near? Is that Corpus near... Christi. Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. I see. Huh? And Officer Smith, uh, uh, where are you from? Well, Groucho, I was born and raised in the northeastern part of Oregon, a small town known as the Grand Oregon. And why did you take it on the lamb, officer? Huh? The army caught up with me. Oh, I was called into the service. I see. Uh, how, did, how did you meet Mr. Shaw, uh, Marianne? He, uh... he was an accountant, and I met him through a friend that, uh, well, he didn't exactly. I met him, but he didn't ask me to go out, and oh. I was trying to meet him, but he wasn't trying to meet me. And That's pretty clear. You haven't said anything, but it's clear. <laughs> You say he was an accountant? Yes. Well, he was probably doing a little figuring himself. <laughs> well, that was my problem. I didn't think he was. So. Oh. Well, how is it you had to do all the plotting in this romance? Uh, wasn't he interested? Well, I couldn't tell. That was my problem. I think he was very shy. That's why I liked Oh, a shy accountant, eh? <laughs> <laughs> how shy was he? About 20,000 grand? <laughs> Well, what did he say when he proposed to you since he was so shy? Do you oh, remember? Did he give something. a good account of himself? <laughs> what did he do? Oh, he just said, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I said yes, and it was settled from then on. <laughs> you didn't even hear what he said? Well, I, I thought he was probably talking about, I've been leading up the subject, and I thought he was probably, <laughs> but he seemed to be agreeable, and so it was all right. Oh. <laughs> he might have been asking you if your shoes hurt or something. <laughs> you said yes, huh? That, that was pretty dangerous, wasn't it? Well, no. <laughs> Turned out all right. Yeah. Though, huh? Well, uh, Officer Smith, let's talk about another kind of crime. Uh, I've often wondered, how does the L.A. police force compare with the other major cities? Well, according to uh, FBI observations, it's rated as... One of the best police departments in... Uh, FBI police. observations. There must be some police force if the FBI is watching us. <laughs> Mighty funny. Say, I'm getting pretty fresh here. What kind of a cop are you, anyway? 
before yeah. I get any further with this, huh? Well, uh, Groucho, I work a uniform patrol, a radio car. Oh, you're at the end of the dial, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, you can't get anything else. You can always get the Mr. Schmaltz. Go to go to four three three five six six over six x. Why don't they do it in English so we can understand it too? Huh? Well, we get a lot of calls. We're more or less listen to uh, our radio all the time for instructions and calls of any type. You listen to the radio all the time, huh? You must be smoking five different brands of cigarettes, huh? <laughs> By the way, do you ever listen to this show on the radio? Yes, I listen to it all the time. Next time you arrest somebody, don't tell them Groucho sent you, huh? <laughs> oh. Mary Ann, let's get back to you. I'm curious. How, how does a charming, attractive housewife spend her time? Do you belong to a bridge club? No, I'm the national president of Thanks, Groucho, and I spend my time... Huh? <laughs> what are you thanking me for, uh, Mary Ann? Well... I haven't done Except insult you a few times. Eh? Well, you spell thanks, T-H-A-X. Oh. So this is different. It's a morale-building organization that keeps the individual men in Korea reminded that the people at home are behind them mm-hmm. by no, directing packages. Wait a minute. You said people, and that's the they say people <laughs> Yeah. People is the secret word, so you and your uh, the fly cop over here each win fifty bucks. Isn't that, Isn't that wonderful? Now you got something to be thankful for. Well, now I tell already us, have. Now tell us about this uh, organization that you're the uh, prime mover in. You sent the uh, you sent the package to the boys in Korea. Well, I wanted to. I think you'd have done them all good if you'd have sent yourself there. Huh? No, there wasn't any way for uh, an individual person to send an individual package. So uh, we got a drive started with the help of a, a club in San Diego and some friends, and we uh, had about 3,000 packages and sent them over, and a newsletter every other week to 5,000 men in hospitals and so forth. Well, what are your future plans with this organization? Well, I'd like to see it fold up by having all the guys come home, but as long as they're still there, I'd like to just keep thanks going and as many people as we can interest in it. Well, I think that's a thing. wonderful job you're doing. And... <laughs> Marianne, I think most of us want to do things for the boys overseas, but usually that's about as far as it ever gets. We're all apt to forget very quickly. And if you have any packages left over, I'll give you my address later. <laughs> well, you're a real nice couple, and I wish you success in the quiz. Now it's time to win some money. In just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. Right now, I want you to pay closest attention to a message about the distinguished new DeSoto. Friends, the car you should own is a DeSoto. Why? Because DeSoto is designed and built to give you extra comfort extra safety, and extra performance. For extra performance, remember DeSoto lets you drive without shifting. With DeSoto's famous tiptoe hydraulic shift with fluid drive, you simply turn the key to start, step on the gas to go. And then there's the mighty DeSoto 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine, the world's most efficient engine design that gives you all the power you'll ever use and delivers that power while using regular fuel. For extra comfort, there's DeSoto full-time power steering. DeSoto full-time power steering works for you all the time, not just some of the time. DeSoto gives you comfort, too, with its Auraflow shock absorbers, which turn even the roughest roads into boulevards. 
Huge DeSoto Power Brakes give you a safe, sure stop every time with just half the pedal pressure of ordinary brakes. Tomorrow, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers and drive either the mighty DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or the brilliantly responsive Powermaster 6. Both great cars let you drive without shifting. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell the beautifully styled Plymouth, first truly balanced car in the low-price field. All right, here we go. Let's see how high I can bet you $20. You selected songs of the year 1940 as your category. Now, all of these songs were big hits that year. Let's see how many of them you remember. Here's your final question. How much will you bet? Now, you're partner, so talk it over. Okay. You bet it all. All right. Give me the title of this song. Okay, Jerry. The last time I saw Paris. Last time I saw Phil Harris. That's fine. $40. Remember, you're going for $1,000 night. How much of the $40 would you try? All the way. Huh? Oh. Okay. <laughs> what is the name of this song? Play, Mr. Fielding. Imagination. Imagination in this correct. <laughs> the third question, how much will you bet? All of it. Okay, okay, let's see if you can identify this one. Play, Jerry. Oh, this is a real fly cop, this guy. I'm going to smile again. You know, I have one hundred six. Last chance to beat the other couples. How much are you going to go for? All right, identify this one. Okay, Jerry. When you wish upon a star. When you wish upon a star is absolutely the correct <laughs> answer. Oh. <laughs> Minnesota Plymouth dealers. We selected Mr. George Kaufman and Mrs. Constance Nelson from among our volunteers in our audience tonight. And here they are, folks. Would you come in and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. This is uh, Constance uh, Nelson and Mr. George Kaufman. George Kaufman, are, are you George Kaufman, the playwright? No, I'm another George Kaufman. Oh. <laughs> There's only one George Kaufman. My advice to you, George, is to change your name to something else. Where are you from, George? I was born in Russia. I was born uh, in a small village called Yalosvetgrad. That's oh. 100 miles from Odessa. And I left there when I was 18 months old and came direct to Los Angeles. And I've lived here ever since. <laughs> Did you come alone? No, my mother brought me here. Oh, you, you came with your mother, I see. How old are you, George? Fifty. Mm -hmm. uh, I bet you were glad to get out of Russia, huh? Well, uh, I'm very happy to be here. Well, that's a pretty shifty answer. 
Constance uh, Nelson, uh, that, that's you. Uh, where were you born, Connie? It hurts are in Oklahoma. Now, could you give us some idea of your age, Connie? We have a pretty big radio audience, you know, and they like to form a mental picture of our contestants. Near 50. Not quite. Well, that's pretty vague. <laughs> Most listeners, when a woman says she's around 50, assume that she's about 95. <laughs> now, you look uh, pretty young, though, Connie. I'd say you're around 40. Thank you. Now, tell us, what was life like back there in uh, Oklahoma? Close to 50 years ago. Well, it was wonderful. My mother was Polish and my father was Lithuanian. Is that so? Well, how did they get along, Polish and Lithuanian? They got along wonderful. I spoke Polish and Lithuanian, and I sang songs like, Yes, We Have No Bananas, and uh, Tomorrow, Tomorrow, How Happy We Will Be. You say you sing, uh, Yes, We Have No Bananas in Polish? I sure do. Could you give us a couple of lines of that? Well, I think it'll come back to me. Well, do it in Lithuanian. We don't care. <laughs> well, do it with watermelons if you can't do it with bananas. <laughs> Talk, yes, mini mommy, bananusi. Mini mommy, bananusi, jishai. That's very nice. Me, mommy, shablaki, couple stay so bowling. Don't give us the whole bunch of bananas. She's going to hang on to this until it's all over. Well, be sure to tune in again next week, folks. Next week, we're going to do How Much Is That Doggy in the Window in Swedish. Well, Mr. Kaufman, let's converse with you for a moment. How did you meet Mrs. K? Through a mutual friend. You mean and an insurance company? <laughs> no. No. What sort of work are you doing, uh, George? I have uh, an unpainted furniture store. Why don't you paint it? <laughs> on Los Feliz, near San Fernando Road. Between... Are all the stores unpainted in, in Los Feliz? No, this one. Mine is. It's uh, on Los Feliz. Yeah. Between San Fernando Road and Riverside Drive. Yeah. And it's the best unpainted furniture store anywhere. And we have the largest and best quality unpainted furniture anywhere. And we also have garden furniture. And we have uh, the unpainted all right, furniture. Already, huh? We have the best and unpainted furniture yeah, in all styles. You mind if I say a few words about the DeSoto? And we, uh, we, we really do. We have it in all styles. Stop the music! Say <laughs> yes, we have no bananas in Polish. Okay, thank you. Many marvelous. Well, this has been very interesting, George. Uh, one mile east of Riverside Drive. <laughs> one mile west of San Fernando Road. Well, and paint we the store and I'll come over in the morning. Huh? <laughs> it's very best. It's uh, unpainted furniture. Oh, yes, I understand. <laughs> uh, best quality. Yes, there's no question about that in my mind. Oh, it's on Las Feliz. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> now it's time to win some money. You run your $20 no more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. Now, I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. Mrs. Shaw and Officer Smith won $320, and the secret word is people. You selected locations of cities over 100,000 in population. All of these cities are in the United States. Let's see if you can identify the state. Now, you're partners, and you have to decide between you. 
Here's the first question. How much will you bet? How much do you want to bet? All of it. Oh, no, not all of it. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Sure, all of it. Oh, no. Sure. No. Oh, come on, kids. Yeah, all of it. No, how about $19? Okay. $19? $19. Okay. $19. In what state is the city of Shreveport? Remember, it's over 100,000 population. Talk it over. What was it? What was it? In what state is the city of Shreveport? Shreveport. Louisiana. I don't know. Louisiana. Louisiana. That's right. You now have $39. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $39 will you bet on your second question? All of it. No, no. No, let's not bet all of it. Okay. It's up to you. Yes. Huh? You have $39. How much are you betting? $37. All right. And what state is the city of Berkeley? California. That's right. You now have $76. How much of the $76 are you going to risk on this one? How much do you want to bet? All of it. Oh, no. (laughs) No. How much do you want to bet? Just what you want to. $74. $74. And what state is the city of South Bend? Remember, it's over 100,000 in population. South Bend. What state? Indiana. Mm-hmm. Indiana. That is correct. You now have $150. And is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much would you bet? All of it. All of it? Yes. All right, let's shoot the word. Okay. If you win this, will you have the store painted? <laughs> All right, and what state is the city of Mobile? Alabama. Alabama. Alabama is correct. And you'll wind up with $300. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Gracho, we have a West Point cadet and a young single girl for you now. Miss Antoinette Pagano and Cadet Craig Elliott, would you please come in and meet Gracho Marks? Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Antoinette Pagano and Cadet Craig Elliott. A West Point cadet, eh? We're always glad to have somebody from West Point here. I'm certainly glad to be here, Gosh. Oh, I was wondering if you were alive. Huh? <laughs> Antoinette Pagano, is that the correct pronunciation? Yes, Gotcha. How long have you been at the point? I don't go to West Point. Oh, then this ramrod here must be the cadet, huh? <laughs> I never would have guessed. I thought he was part of the building, huh? <laughs> what sort of work do you do, uh? I'm a student at the Art Center School. You're a student? Mm Mm-hmm. At the Art Center? What are you learning at this school? Well, we're taught the elements of art and how to apply them to a professional field, such as illustration. You're an illustrator for magazines and... uh... Well, I hope to be someday. I see. And uh, you're not married? No. You're very attractive. Thank you. Have you ever had a date with a West Point cadet? No, I haven't. Well, are you doing anything after the show? Uh, Nothing in particular. (laughs) Good. I'll see you later. We can uh, we can discuss West Point. 
Cadet, uh, what shall I call you, Craig? Uh, Cadet, uh, mister, or what? Cadet is appropriate, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll just call you Craig and relax, will you? Ma'am, relax, sir. <laughs> well, loosen your girdle or something. <laughs> Put your hair down. <laughs> How did you get into West Point, Craig? I understand it isn't an easy thing to do. Well, sir, I was appointed by Senator Joseph C. O'Mahony of Wyoming. Uh, I took competitive exam with 36 other boys from the state of Wyoming. And I received the highest grade in the state, and I was therefore tendered the appointment to either West Point or Annapolis, and I chose West Point. And then I took Could the you have gone to Vassa? <laughs> I don't believe so, sir. Would you have preferred Vassar? That's a difficult question, sir. Well, no matter how fat you were when you went there, you could have left Vaseline, you know. <laughs> well, Craig, when they picked you, I think they made an excellent choice. Only do me a favor, will you? When you get back there, tell them to stop putting so much starch in your bath water. <laughs> What are some of the things that happened to a young man entering uh, West Point? Well, first of all, the <clears throat> correction of posture has begun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've said you succeeded there, all right. And this is brought about by various methods, mainly just uh, correction by the first class, which uh, who are in charge of the fourth class. Then you have to stand like this all the time? Yes, sir. We are at attention at all times. Suppose you have an itch and you have to scratch. <laughs> It just goes unscratched. <laughs> what are some of the other disciplinary features of West Point? Well, sir, we are required to sit on the forward six inches of our table, our chair in the what? dining hall. You sit on the table at West Point? No, sir. The forward six inches of the chair at all meals in the dining hall. And we were, are you, required... You allowed to sit down during those four years? Yes, sir. Oh, pretty Just soft racket you've got there. <laughs> and we are also required to be at attention outside our rooms at all times. We are not allowed to speak to anyone outside our rooms without permission. What is the purpose of all this discipline? It is to uh, instill in us a sense of self-discipline and to uh, make us so that we will uh, follow orders without questions. Uh -huh. I saw a movie once about West Point, and all they did was stroll up and down Flotation Moor. <laughs> Is there such a place, or is that at Annapolis? No, sir, that's definitely at West Point, and there is such a place. It, well, what exactly a lane that, is a flotation wharf? It is a lane that winds its way along the banks of the Hudson and uh, beneath the rock called the Kissing Rock. And mm. as legend has it, the Kissing Rock is reputed to fall if any girl refuses to kiss the cadet with whom she is. I see. This, this is all legendary? <laughs> the part about the rock is not legendary, sir. There is actually a Kissing Rock. Oh, I'm sure of that. Huh? Do the girls ever refuse to kiss their dates? Well, sir, the rock hasn't fallen yet. It probably starts the rock, too, you know. <laughs> That's just one vast field of starch, the whole place. <laughs> well, Craig, I've kidded you, but I want you to know how I really feel about West Point. The discipline they practice and the things they teach help keep our country strong. 
and you're a good advertisement for them. Now you're going to play about your life. You run your $20 no more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, George is going to remind our listeners. Mrs. Shaw and Officer Smith still lead with $320. Here we go. Let's see how high I can bridge your $20. You selected Roman numerals as your category. Now, your partners, you decide on everything between you. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? The whole 20, Gato. Is that... uh... I guess so. What does the Roman numeral X stand for? Ten. Ten. Ten is correct. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $40. Let me go in for $1,000 tonight. How much of the $40 you going to bet on this one? Oh, 40. Okay. What is our equivalent of the Roman numeral C? 100. 100. 100. You now have $80. Here's your third question. How much of the 80 are you going to try? The whole 80. <clears throat> what is our equivalent of the Roman numeral V? Five. Correct. <laughs> You've now climbed to $160. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. Now, how much are you going to bet? All of it. All of it. What does the Roman numeral M stand for? 1,000. 1,000 is right. (laughs) And you wind up with $320. And that means that you and Mrs. Shaw and Officer Smith, also with $320, will get a chance for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question in just one minute. Thanks and good luck to DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Fannerman, why don't you tell our audience what's so special about the Groucho Special Used Cars? Well, that's easy, Groucho. They're the finest used car values in town. You see, because the new DeSoto is so popular, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer is getting the cream of the crop in fine used cars. All great values, but just a few of the very best are being selected as Groucho Specials. These are the really exceptional used car values your DeSoto Plymouth dealer picks as the best buys in town. My DeSoto Plymouth dealer picks them? You mean he goes all over the country picking out Groucho specials? Doesn't that keep him pretty busy? Now, you know better than that, Groucho. Each DeSoto Plymouth dealer picks out his own Groucho specials. Oh. Well, tell him about the beautiful picture on the windshield of the Groucho specials, Fenneman. Sure, Groucho. Folks, that's the Groucho special sticker with Groucho's picture. The Groucho Special Sticker is your dealer's way of pointing out the very best used car buys he has. Now you no longer need take a chance when you buy a used car. Just look for the Groucho Special Sticker. What's more, your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer can arrange convenient budget payments for you. Friends, visit your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer and look for the Groucho Specials. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Well, Groucho, here are the two couples tied for the chance of the big question. Each couple will decide on a single answer and write it down on a little piece of paper we've given them. If both couples get it right, they'll split the money between them. Okay? One of the most famous roads in the world was constructed more than 2,000 years ago. It was 132 miles in length and ran south from Rome. Parts of it are still to be seen. For $1,000, what is the name of this historic highway? Well, 
Well, the uh, West Pointers are not only smart, but so are the Los Angeles police. They both got the answer, which is, which is the Appian Way. Well, each couple won $500 on the Appian Way. Congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life. Thank you very much. again next week at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the distinguished 1953 DeSoto also sell the brilliant new Plymouth, the first truly balanced car in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when they drive in, tell them Groucho sends you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the distinguished new DeSoto. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Don't be a wacky walker. Remember, walkers wise, use their eyes. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fetterman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. <laughs>